Good morning and welcome to the Football Friday Preview on Connect FM. We are joined once again by Rich Rhodes. He is sports editor of the Jeffersonian Democrat and contributor to D9and10sports.com. And we're talking about previewing week number 10. This is it. It's the final week of regular season play for these area high school teams. Good morning, Rich. Morning, Dan. It's probably felt like, I don't know, 12 and a half week season rather than the 10th week we're going into. But yeah, it's here. Last week of the regular season. And of course, a lot of different uh, kinds of scenarios for the playoffs. New selection process in play this year. And Rich will be talking about that as we go down through the lineup. We begin, of course, with the Brockway Rovers. Brockway Rovers now 5-4 and four after their loss last week, and they welcome in Cameron County for a game tonight. Yeah, that was a good game last week, Dan. 34-28, Brockway lost at Red Bank Valley. Very entertaining game. I went to that one. Um, that just came down to Brockway just didn't make a couple stops and didn't finish off some drives. That game was a very, very good one, and uh, it was Red Bank that came away with the win. The Rovers will finish off the regular season against 4-5 and five Cameron County, yeah, the Rovers are five and four. So the question is how that Class A bracket's going to play out, Dan. And and maybe I'll bring up just some of the highlights first for the Rovers. Uh, good game last week from Jendi Quelo. Quelo has 812 yards rushing, so he's uh, he's in the thousand yard territory. His seven touchdowns had 178 yards on 32 carries last week. A very big game for him. Uh, Braden Fox is looking to get over 2,000 yards. He's at 1909. So. They face a Cameron County team that I guess if they they don't necessarily have to beat the Rovers to get in the playoffs, but if they are fairly competitive or competitive, I don't know. You know that line's a judgment call. Maybe maybe you'll see a four and six uh, Red Raiders team try to get into the playoffs if they're if they're allowed, and we'll we'll get through the uh, the teams that are trying to make up that bracket. You know the Rovers are probably in that uh, I don't know three four slot somewhere depending on how things play out. Uh, I would say Port Allegheny one, Red Bank two. Um, and you got Keystone, the Rovers, and Union AC Valley in there in those next three spots. Question is after that. So, um, Cameron, if, if you want to compare scores, Dan, the, the couple, the, the ones that really jump out is Brockway beat Cattersport, as you know. They put up 70 points on a 70-16 win, and Cameron lost to Cattersport 22 nothing. Brockway beat Smithport 41-6. Cameron lost to Smithport, which has one win. Their only win was against Cameron, 22-6. to So, uh, on paper, it's just a matter of what the score might be, but it, it could be important for Cameron to see if they're competitive and whether they try to get in the playoffs. For the Dubois Beavers, they're looking to uh, put an exclamation point on a winning season if they can get one tonight against Hollidaysburg. Hollidaysburg struggling a little bit, but always a strong program. Yeah, Beavers are looking to go six and four. Hollysburg one win, one and eight this year. And and for the Beavers, you know, looking at that four A regional playoff setup. So that's district six, eight, and nine and ten. Actually just nine initially. Uh I would be uh well, there's no way Bradford's getting into the playoffs. They haven't won in a couple years. So they're 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 zero and nine going into this week. So that means the Beavers would not play next week. They would play uh a district six team 
which, uh, you know, that would be like a Belfont. Well, Belfont has one win only because they play Brookville. I knew that. But the other teams in six would be Juniata, Johnstown. One of those teams likely plays the Beavers, I would presume, in two weeks to see who gets to go on and play District 8 or 10. So that's a setup for the Beavers moving forward. Brookville Raiders have been battling back here the last several weeks. They are now 4-5, and five, and they're going to face the 1-8 and eight Belfont Raiders tonight. It's the Red Raiders, technically, Dan. I mean, a lot of people like to call them the Blue Raiders of Brookville. I don't. I don't. It's just the Raiders. <laughs> Maybe a personal thing there. I don't know. Uh, keep keep the <laughs> color designation the out. The Belfont. Uh, I'm going to that one. Uh, I get to make the road trip. Uh, it's not necessarily a, uh, a bad trip, considering it's supposed to be a beautiful complex, but on the field, the Red Raiders have not played well, one and eight. Uh, the Raiders are four and five. The Raiders of Brookville and they will be going to the playoffs, and, and it's probably just a three-team bracket. Central Clarion will be the top seed. Carn City and Brookville will play in the T3 game with the winner playing Central Clarion in, in, uh, in two weeks. So next week it'll be Carn City, Brookville, and it really, whether the Raiders win or lose, it won't matter. I, I, I mean, obviously they're not going to play in, on a home field here, so there's not much at stake. You might see the Ra- uh Jackson Zimmerman's been out, been out a couple weeks with injury. They may not, may or may not play him this week. So that's the scenario for the for Brookville. A couple of teams with matching records uh, going to uh, hook up tonight at Union AC Valley at Punxsutawney. Both teams at five and four now. Very similar teams. Uh, you know, Punxsutawney has Zeke Bennett, who is over a thousand yards, one of the top rushers in the league. Union AC Valley has a, has a mixed bag of skill players. They run a very similar type of offense. Uh, they spread it out. I mean, they they run a lot. They use their quarterback to run a lot. Um, very very similar. Uh, Punxsutawney's three A, so they're going to be in a three A bracket with St. Mary's and Clearfield. So. It's another three-team bracket set up where Clearfield's going to probably be the top seed and play the winner of St. Mary's and Punxsy. Those two teams play next week, I presume, at a neutral site. So, yeah, Punxsy's looking to get ready for that game with the Dutch. Well, that uh, probable top team in uh, the 3A division, Clearfield, with a 7-2 and record, plays at Carn City tonight. Yeah, uh, I talked a little bit about Carn City earlier. Again, this game probably doesn't hurt their chances or seeding. And if it does, it really doesn't matter because Brookville and Carn City are going to play on a neutral site. Uh, Brady Collins, over 1,200 yards rushing for Clearfield. He'll lead the, the Bison into that game. Um, the Gremlins uh, they struggled against Brookville two weeks ago. And, and they again, they, that'll be an interesting rematch for them. But Clearfield's going to probably have a week off after this week and play the winner of St. Mary's and Punxsy. Kerwinsville Golden Tide woes continue after a quick start to the season. The Tide now 3-6. and six. They'll be playing at Glendale tonight. Well, obviously, if they win, then we're talking about a 4-6 and six team with a questionable playoff resume, which is pretty much the same as Cameron County. And I didn't mention, Dan, that Elk County Catholic at 7-2 and two opted to not enter the playoffs. So that is one less team in that bracket that obviously would have gotten a spot with that record. And that opens up the bottom of that bracket if the if a teams indeed go. So you're talking of uh, you're talking now the Elk County reason presumed to be low player issues on their roster. That was not stated. Uh, that's just my guess. Um, but that would leave if there are eight teams. You're talking about um, some teams at four and six, most likely with Cameron County and Kerwinsville. That would be nine teams and two teams at four and six. So that would be a committee choice: Cameron County or Kerwinsville for that eighth spot. I would presume if that all plays out that way. But I would be really surprised if Kerwinsville wants to go, uh, wants to decide to elect to go at three and seven if they lose to Glendale. And that game's a toss-up. 
yeah, that I would I would imagine that if they're three and seven, uh, D nine is not going to let them in the in an eighteen bracket. The Ridgeway Elkers are going to take their two and seven record to Phillipsburg Osceola, take on the Mounties, also two and seven. Yes, they are, and again, uh, meaningless game regarding postseason thing, uh, stuff. I, I thought I thought you know after I saw Ridgeway first half of the season, they might be able to get to five and five or four and six if they were as good as they showed against Red Bank. They played without their quarterback Cameron Larkin last week in a in a light delayed game that didn't. Uh, they played. They hosted uh, Union AC Valley up at Ridgeway, and they didn't get done till quarter to eleven that night. And then they lost. So that that took away even a four and six chance to finish. And uh, so the the Elkers will finish on the road against another team that uh, now their season will be over after this week as well. Rich, we always appreciate the information, and we're going to look forward to talking playoff football next week here on the Football Friday Preview. Thanks again. Thanks, Dan.